your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, May the 28th. Sorry I've been away for a while. I just brother just needed a, a day or two. Shucks. A week. <laughs> a week. Not a day or two, but a week to just sit back, relax, and chill. Take some time off after the Sixers season. But I got my man Nick Walker in the building. So for all y'all people who go to Pitt, we all know him as Big Nick. You know, Nick's a, a 76ers fan, a good friend of mine. We uh, went to college together and uh, hang out. From time to time, when he's not too busy, you know how people get new. So what's good, Nick? <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm fine. You fine? Yeah. You ain't well. I'm well. <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> but look, y'all. So look, today, what we want to talk about is, you know, right now we all know that the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors, are playing the Golden State Warriors in the in the finals. Starting game one is going to be Thursday. So how far away are the Sixers? So we're going to talk about that in the first segment. And we're only going to have two segments today. And in the second segment, we're going to talk about the finals. Uh, you know, yesterday, Nick and I was on the phone having a little debate. Nick thinks Toronto's going to win. I think Golden State's going to win. So we'll talk about that a little bit in the second segment. But in the first segment, let's get that started. Nick, in your opinion, how far off are the Sixers? Well, I, I really think it depends on what you do this summer. Mm-hmm. So more than likely, obviously they, they want to bring Jimmy Butler back mm-hmm. and Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. Now you know you hear all those reports about whether or not Jimmy Butler is going to stay, and but a lot of stuff is rumors. But I, let's go off the let's go let's say that he will come back and Tobias will come back. It I, then I think it depends on the um, the growth of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Because this last the last playoff series, they really just underperformed. So, so then that puts you. I think if they if they get better, they can go to the finals. Mm-hmm. I believe in the next year or two, if they get better. Um, I, I think it depends less on Tobias and Jimmy. Really, I think it really depends more on the two guys we drafted to be the superstars and who are supposed to be the superstars. Yeah, I can see that. But just to give you guys like a heads up. So right now, the Sixers only have four guys. Actually, they have five guys under contract for next season. And right now, you got Joel Embiid, who's going to make 27.2 mil next season, right? You you have Ben Simmons, who's going to make 8.1 million next season. You have Zaire Smith, who's going to make 3 mil. And you have Jonah Bolden, who's going to make 1.6. Now, Jonathan Simmons is under contract. He'll make 5.7 if he remains on the roster. If not, the Sixers, are, if they can waive him, but he's only going to be on the hook for a million dollars. I expect them to waive him. Now, a lot of it does depend on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. But in order, in my opinion, in order for the 76ers to win, to get there, they always said they had to get a third star, right? Yeah. And so a lot of the Sixers' success, in my opinion, opinion, is on bringing back Jimmy Butler and Tobias, like you said. Now, the thing is, if they come back, 
you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt saying that Joel Embiid is going to go out there and take care of his body and do everything he said he's going to do. I'm saying that Ben Simmons is going to work on his jumper. I'm saying that he's going to be more aggressive. But even with that said, just those two alone, I don't think can do it. I think, like I said, they got to bring in Tobias back and they got to bring Jimmy back. Now, will they come back is the question. Now, you look at it, they also need to bring back, in my opinion, they have to bring back Mike Scott, you know, for the for the bench. They're going to have to try to bring back um, James Ennis III. You know what I mean? He opted out of the 1.8. He's He wants a multi-year deal. And then you go down to the thing. Like, I really love TJ McConnell. But it's hard for them to say they're going to bring somebody back that they're not going to, they didn't even use in the playoffs. Exactly. So it's one of those things. Are are they going to be able to get a backup point guard? Because they need a backup point guard. Like as much as Jimmy Butler and and Joel Embiid enjoyed that pick and roll, man, in Game Seven, that last six minutes, they were playing two on five. I mean, they had Ben Simmons <laughs> on the block. He wasn't doing anything. <laughs> They had or in the corner. On the corner, yeah. <laughs> then they had the other two dudes on the corner, and they were just like running the pick and roll to death to a point where it got to a point where it's like, dang, they kept defending it, and they didn't have anything, any other options. And that's when the turnovers were coming, all this other stuff. So the Sixers need to, you know, they 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 need to not only bring them back, but they got to utilize people. Yeah, and also just to add on to that, they need a point guard. Yeah. Just and also when you talk about Jimmy handling the ball, you know at times you you have Kawhi Leonard on you. Yeah. So now if you had another guy who could penetrate and shoot, yeah. like a la backup point guard, maybe they have a lesser defender on them and they can actually break down the defense. Also, which Ben wasn't able to do because you know they just backed up off him and kind of like played him just like um, they played Giannis. Basically, basically that set the and that set the blueprint for them to beat Milwaukee yeah. Bucks. Honestly. Because of right now, if you're looking at the East, everybody's saying the Sixers. Everybody has the Sixers up there. They also have Milwaukee up there. Let's just say if Kawhi stays, Kawhi is going to be up there, right? I mean, Toronto, yeah. right? Now, let's just say if if the Knicks go out there and get Kevin Durant and, and, and Kyrie, then all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, like, uh oh, what's going on now? Not only that, so then you have the Sixers. So you're saying, but who are they going to bring back? Because if they don't bring back Jimmy Butler and Tobias and JJ Walk, they starting over again. Yeah, and they're they're in trouble at that point. Yeah, and like you said with TJ McConnell, I mean he's just a reg- I think he's a regular season backup point guard. He really probably is a third point guard on a team where, you know, just certain moments or certain um, just lineups, depending on the defense and things like that, you use them. So you definitely need to replace him with uh, almost with a, a point guard that you probably that's a starter type point guard, because when you decide to move Ben to the four in instances of the game, you want that backup point guard to be able to handle the load and you and basically be productive along with Jimmy. True, true. So, I mean, but the thing is, I know they really like him a lot, 
But again, you gotta utilize. You you can't just have people on the roster. You know what I mean? Especially in that position. So yeah. if you're gonna do utilize them, so my thing is a lot, and and not to be long winded, but if the Sixers go out there and bring these guys back. I honestly think that they'll be prepared to play. Now, again, a lot of it's going to depend on MB's health. A lot of it's going to depend on what Ben Simmons does. But right here, I'm out here saying, like I always kept saying, they got to show me. But I'm like giving them the benefit of the doubt that Ben and Joel are going to do what they're supposed to do and everything is going to be fine. That's what I'm doing. But if they bring these two back, I will say the Sixers will be good. If they don't bring them back, and if they get and you know, this is common sense. And if they don't do what they supposed to in free agency, then they're going to struggle, dude. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, what, what are some of the guards that you think they should target if that's out there? I know, I know one guy who I really like and I know the money and everything it become, comes into play. And I haven't even looked at stuff like that. I don't know if you have. But like Rozier for Boston. He really stands yeah. out as a tough guard. Granted, he's a guard that's looking to start at point guard, but he's one of the guys. I know Derrick Rose is out there. Um, yeah. There, there, there's some other guards out there. I don't know if. You know, like, okay, Terry Rozier, I get, I mean, Terry Rozier would be a, a good guy. You know what I mean? He's like next season, like, yeah, he's going to be a, he's a restricted free agent. So, meaning mm. that. What, what have, you know that, but I'm just explaining it for other people. Meaning, he can go out there and he can talk to any team that he wants to, and the Boston Celtics have the right to match. Now, the problem with Terry Rozier, which I think would be great for the Sixers, the problem with him is he basically came out and said, look, man, you know, I've been playing with Kyrie and Gordon Hayford, Hayward, and that basically stunted my growth. You know what I mean? So he's trying to go. He's trying to go somewhere. He's going to be paid now. He he'll be a good fit, but as long as Ben Simmons is the starting point guard, I don't see him wanting to come here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now they could throw some money, right? So then you know you you, you talk about um, you know Derrick Rose. I, I think he would be a good fit too. But the thing is, does does Derrick Rose want to be a backup? Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's the problem. Like, does Derrick Rose want to be a backup? But he's a guy who kind of like rejuvenated his career this year, so so you can see that. Um, a guy, I'm gonna get back to Derrick Rose for a sec, but a guy who I like, who I think will be a good fit, will be Malcolm Brogdon. You know what I mean? Asian? Yeah, like yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that he would be a good guy for the Sixers. Now, here's the thing with Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is a straight up free agent. So that's a good one. You know, Derrick Rose made uh, $2.1 million this year. So if the Sixers go out and get him, I mean, he would be a good fit. But again, does he want to come off the yeah, bench? That's true. I mean, that's true. does he want to come off the bench? Um, but, and also, he is a scoring point guard, but they also need a point guard that can run the offense, too. I mean, you think he could fit in with that as far as running the offense? I think he could it, it, because if he's in that role, once again, you're the backup. You're coming in, and you probably, at that position, it, when you take Ben out the game, you're looking for a guard to probably do something a little different, mm-hmm. someone who can attack. And he and, and you got to remember, you know, he, he ran the Chicago's offense pretty well when he mm-hmm. was the point guard, the main point guard. So I don't think there's an issue there. 
Now, we're talking about Malcolm Brogdon, right? So Malcolm Brogdon is going to be, he's an unrestricted too. He made, uh, what, uh, 1.5 mil this past year, right? So if you give him 5 mil, he might be cool with it. <laughs> but at the same time. You said he's restricted? I believe he's unrestricted. Oh, he's unrestricted. Yeah, I believe he's unrestricted. I don't see anything with no uh, no uh, team option or, or player option, nothing like that. I mean, I believe, all I know is he's a, I got to double check, but I know he's a, He's a, he's a free agent, right? Okay. Okay. 1.5. He made 1.54 this past year. Now, the only thing about him is um, you would think that the Bucks, the Bucks would want to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is Milwaukee, they got to bring back a lot of other people yeah, too. Yeah. Now, now, are they willing to go in the, like, yeah, they have his bird right, so are they willing to, like, go into, like, Max overflow, like you know what I mean, where you got to play that luxury tax. So yeah. you know, but I like him. Like I mean, I think that he would be a perfect fit for the Sixers. Yeah, I think he would be a good fit also. Um, and you know that is a crowded backcourt. So he now he may look at the Sixers as an opportunity because hey, right now if you let T.J. McConnell go, uh, there's no other point guard on the roster to even mm-hmm. think about. So that may be a great opportunity for him because see they want to bring back Meritage. Right, they want to bring back um, uh, Lopez. You know, all these guys are going to be free agents. You know, like wow, George Hill is on the hook for eighteen million next year. Oh wow! Right, you know what I mean? I actually so, like him, but for eighteen yeah, million, that's a lot that's, of money. Yeah, deep. that's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So you know, they even had a guy Tim Frazier. He's not coming back. You know, so. Um, it's, it's a lot. I mean, look at Powell Casal. Is he going to come back next year for him? You know what I mean? Like, he was a free a- free agent. He didn't do anything. He was hurt. So, it's like a lot of guys, they have to sign, dude. I mean, they have a lot of guys to sign. So, I mean, the question is, I guess the answer is. I would to, think. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm basing it off of George Hill's salary. I would think they can't afford to pay. Bribed him, but so much it can't. Because what is what, so Eric Bledsoe? I'm pretty sure he's on the contract too, right? Yeah, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, remember he reops. So Eric Bledsoe is going to make fifteen point six yeah. next year, sixteen point eight the following year, eighteen point one the year after that, and then he's going to his, his in his final year he's going to be make nineteen point three. Yeah, you know what I mean? They yeah, that's the thing, man. And then they want to pay Chris Middleton too. Like you know, he has a player option for thirteen. You know, he they saying Chris Middleton gonna get that max, so he yeah. probably get like thirty, like thirty, start off with like thirty five. Yeah, I think <laughs> if you're Milwaukee, you gotta let Brogdon walk. <laughs> yeah, so they let Brogdon walk. Does he want to become a sixer? You know, so here we are. But if they can do that, I think everything everything worked out. You get Brogdon, you get uh, you bring back Butler, and you bring back uh, Tobias. That's cool. I mean JJ too. I mean, you might as well bring the whole crew back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about J.J. Yeah. Reddick. Yeah. So what do you think he'll try to get, though? You know, it depends. I, I He made, what, 12.5? So you know, 12.25. What do you think? Two years, 24 mil? Oh, okay. Nah, I don't know. Maybe two years, 30. Oh, wow. 15. Okay. I mean, I'm just you saying what are you gonna try to get? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, you know, 
Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you, you may if he wants to be here, and he fits the system, and he's been here. So yeah, that may that 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 may. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. You don't. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's. So now we. So we're gonna go into the second segment now, and we'll get back <laughs> from this commercial break. And look, y'all, Nick, for whatever reason, Nick thinks that uh, the Raptors are going to win this thing. Or they can win it. Uh, but, can but, win. but it's an asterisk. They can win it's, it. So we're, we're going to get into that after this commercial. See, look, I can't even, like, get it out. I'll keep stuttering because I'm, I'm about to laugh. But uh, we're going to get into that after this commercial break. All right. So, Nick, tell me what you Tell the people what you were telling me yesterday. Okay, so here's the thing. Bear with me. See, and this and this is and this is how I see it. All right. Bef- let, let's go back. Right before KD got there. Right. What did we see? We saw. We saw Golden State Warriors. It was a great team. Right. They went to the champion. They went to the finals against a Cleveland team that did not have Kyrie or Kevin Love. And the guards on Golden State struggled. Okay, now that, that that's four years ago. The following year, we know what happened. They lost. Then they what they they all jumped on the plan and they went out there and they recruited KD. Since they've had KD, they've been great, unbeatable, really. Right now, this year, KD was playing amazingly well. First round, second round, he goes out. Golden State, I believe they haven't lost since he went out, right? Yeah. <laughs> haven't lost since he went out. And I, I, I believe that everyone is kind of like, you know, everyone sees that and say, hey, man, they sweat Portland. Go, I mean, Houston, they didn't even have, they didn't have, weren't they missing Iguodala? The, yeah, they missed, yeah, the one yeah, game. Yeah, they were missing Iguodala. Portland, Portland, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, they won that game, no problem. Hey, this team seems stronger without KD. But now you got to look at the competition. Portland, I know I may be college here with Damian Lillard, but he is the biggest playoff fraud, I think, in the NBA. You think Damian Lillard? I think so. Damian Lillard. As a superstar. Of the superstars. Last year, they got swept by the Pelicans. And they were the three seed. The Pelicans were the six seed. And Drew Holiday dismantled Damian Lillard. Then I think the year before that, they got swept by Golden State, which is, I mean, that, that's understandable. But I think if you look at Damian, Damian Lillard's record, he just doesn't play well in big playoff series. So when I look at what they did, what Golden State did to Portland, it's almost like I expected it. So I just don't really, I, don't, I just think that we're, with Kawhi Leonard, the way he's playing, that Golden State is dealing with a whole different animal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. But my thing is, if you look at you, you look at Milwaukee, and a lot of people talk about Giannis, and they say, "Oh, Giannis struggled." Well, when Giannis was kicking the ball out after game two, dudes forgot how to make shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they were getting wide open looks, and I'm just maybe I'm I'm thinking too much about the Toronto Raptors team that also played the Sixers, where as much as we want to talk about Kawhi's great performances and the four bounces and talk about, like, Embiid and all this and that, the game came down to, like, makes and misses. 
And it was like both teams, even in that game seven, dudes were wide open and they were yeah. bricking shots. And it came down who can make the most shots. Like whoever who whoever missed the fewest shots, who had the fewest misses, won the game. And when I look at the Splash Brothers, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, and I see how they can shoot, to me, they're not going to miss a lot of shots. Now, again, I know what you said. KD is the guy, and if KD doesn't play, they'll have a tough time. But my point is when you look at their guards, like Danny Green has really been inconsistent. He struggled a lot. You know, um, as good as Kyle is and we both love him, he ain't better than Steph, no. and he ain't better than Clay. No. You know, nothing against him, but he's just not. And then you got Fred Vlambeet, Vlambeet, whatever his name is. I'm sorry for butchering your name. He's a little bit inconsistent, too. You understand? No, no, he was because so, he didn't show up at all against the yeah. Sixers. And so, like, they're, they're like, the, we're talking about the, the best two players or two of the top three players on that team are – are stone cold shooters. We're talking about yeah. Golden State. And they're going to get wide open looks. So that's why I think they're going to have a, a tough time. Yeah, but also, and the reason why I think Toronto has a chance because of the way Powell and Van Vliet showed that they can play, what they're capable of. So if that though, if they come into this series and they play the way we saw them play against Milwaukee, and now remember, the front court is different. With the one player in Milwaukee that no one really talked about, gave credit to, is Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez had a, a good a good series. Yeah, he but then he started missing stuff. And he did, but I'm did, saying did. he's giving you 68. Basically, what I'm saying is he's yeah. much better than Looney, which you're going to get out of Looney and Jordan Bell. Now, remember, Marcus Saul, he had to play Brooke Lopez, which, I mean, Brooke Lopez, he, he, he scores. He had to play Embiid. And we know what Embiid is. Now, I'm going, if I'm Marcus Saul, I'm playing Looney. I actually have the upper hand against Looney. Yeah. Yeah, but Marcus Saul needs to know that. He does need to know it. Because what I true. mean is, you know, Marcus Saul, like, you know, he's the type of guy that he doesn't like taking over games unless you run it through him. And then it's like in a team. Like, he doesn't want stuff to be ran through him. He doesn't want to be the guy yeah. that's just dominating the ball. Now, if he scores 30 points... But it's through the flow of the game, he'll do it. But he's not the guy that's saying, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this mismatch. You know what I mean? And I get it. I get it. But the best two players outside of Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant and Steph are the best two players on Golden State. But if Kevin Durant's not there, it's Clay. And so my thing is, can you stop them from making those what are going to be wide open threes? I mean, dude, it's going to be like pregame. Like they just going to come up and now I got it. You know, <laughs> you're not giving Toronto any credit. I mean, I am. They got because oh, they, you got to remember. All right, let, let, let's let's break it down. When they, I and I think this, I think the lineup that eventually will do it for if Toronto wins, I think the lineup that will do it is when they have Gasol and Ibaka in there. Because now you have Gasol and Looney, and, and that's, I, I think that's it's clear who, even when they bring Jordan Bell and Gasol. But are they going to be able to keep up one, with, the, with, that, with that track meet they're about to go, go up against? Yeah because, yeah, because those guys don't, they don't really participate in that. I mean, Jordan Bell does. But then you have, so then you have Siakam, and if Siakam plays well, now you have to make a decision. So if I have, if you have um, Lowry, Kawhi, Siakam, 
Abaka, and Gasol, you have to make a decision. Who is Draymond Green going to guard? Yeah, is he you. going to guard Siakam or is he going to guard Ibaka? Ibaka yeah. will step out and knock down jumpers. I just, I just think they can, they can create uh, matchup problems for Golden State without KD. And once again, this is without KD. If KD is there and he's healthy, I think Golden State wins. But yeah, All right, here's something else though. Does this concern you? So when Toronto won the chip, you know, I was like, all right, that's good. That's good. They won a chip. I mean, no, no, they won the Eastern Conference. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> Their chip. But, dude, they, really, they you still celebrating. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yo, like, it's like, it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, which is good. But what I'm saying is, okay, you do that for that night. But I'm still reading, like, like I'm reading <laughs> stories coming out of there and everybody talking about, yeah, we made it. The gamble paid off, this and that. Nah, bro, you gotta win the chip. <laughs> like, like, so it's like, it's like, you know, they all like fired up. Like, dude, this is like happened three days ago, and they still celebrating. So like, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? That, I know what you're saying. Yeah, okay. like, like, like the hangover, maybe a hangover. Uh, yeah, because reality going to come and hit you with a two piece. You know what I mean? Like, like, Playing stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, yo, like it, it, it's great, but. There's still another game to be played. And, like, to me, it's like when you get so excited like that, are you ready for the moment? Like, even down to the Eagles, they were fired up when they went to the Super Bowl. But then all of a sudden, it turned into, like, yo, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. You know what I'm saying? Like, these boys, they celebrate. And they had two weeks off now. I mean, you just won now. You got to play Thursday. So, it's not as – you don't have as much time to really – Celebrate yeah. after that huge victory. Yeah, I you mean, you have to kind of get back on the horse. Exactly. You, you know, you got to get this stuff together. Everybody talking about Kawhi, you know, Kawhi this, Kawhi that. You know, you think he's leaving? Um, I think it depends on what happens this series. I think he out. Even I mean, if I they win, yeah. You know, if he win, what do he say to y'all? No, he say, "Thank you. <laughs> I delivered y'all a chance." Do Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going out west. I'm going to California. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, the thing is... But now, let me ask you this. Right now, regardless of what happens this series, was it worth it for Toronto at this point? I think it was. I mean, Shaxi was going to go somewhere and they was going to do it. You know what I mean? Heck, the Sixers was was trying to do the same. I mean, yeah, I I think it was. I mean, because if you think about it, like, Toronto... Of the NBA, like I always tell you, that's like one of my favorite. That's one of my one of my top three cities to visit. It's a beautiful yeah. place, you know. what I mean, now I think and beforehand when they was in the playoffs, they was always playing that two p.m. slot. Like yeah. they were getting any love. <laughs> that is true. Now they on national TV. Everyone's seeing it. It's like a college town when it comes down to their fan base, you know. And it's funny because we talk about basketball. Like they love baseball. They love hockey. You can argue more than that, yeah, right? Yeah. But but my thing is, yeah, it's worth it because now you got people looking at Toronto like, yo, that's a nice place, you know, a nice fan base. Think think about it. before the only time they was on television this much was when was when they was when they were horrible. Remember, like when they had Chris Bosh before he left, oh, and, they yeah, were, and, yeah, was yeah, yeah. and they would be on Sports Center yeah. because somebody dogged them or something like that. And now they get love. Remember, you used to always look at the floor and you was like. Yo, is that is is that the signage oh. or is that part of the floor? You remember that? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. bad it was. So yeah, I mean it's worth it. It's worth it. Now again, if they lose, they say, okay, 
we got you the chip. But if they win, they say, all right, thank you. When Kawhi comes back there next year on a visit with the visiting team, he's going to get a standing ovation. Yeah, they're going to do this. Yeah. They're going to do that. Yeah, to be honest with you, if he wins, I, I, they probably don't care if he comes back. Because, mm-hmm. cause, I, mean, I mean, they've never won a championship. How often do teams win championships, especially a, a team in Toronto, so a, a basketball team in Toronto? So you that that really should hold you over for for a decade, really, if it doesn't happen, if it takes that long to get you know get the team back together, get to get them back to that point. If if he wins and they leave, and say like if they if he leaves and they win, they're gonna be just like the Florida Florida Marlins. Remember when they won oh, the yeah, World yeah. Series <laughs> and they was all going? I mean, they always like peace, like deuces. I mean, but look, they got that chip. Yeah, they got the chip. They got the chip. So that's it. But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank my man Nick for joining. You know what I mean? Hell the pit and all that good stuff. Thanks for having me. It was fun. It was all right. It was all right. (laughs) All right, y'all. Look, I probably won't have one tomorrow, but I'll have one the day after that. So I'll have one on Thursday. Um, I want to thank y'all for listening and have a great day. Peace.